Is your business stuck in one spot struggling to grow? Our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator at winninggym.com slash grow has your back. Sign up now for easy wins, no more struggle, just straight growth. You've got this. Now let's head on back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Exton. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons, in studio here in sunny Scottsdale, Arizona, joined, as always, by Randy Angston with no nickname. What's up, <laughs> How are we doing, brother? Good weekend? Yeah. A nice, relaxing uh, Labor Day. A little, think, little family, family time? Yeah. Got the family in. Did the brother and sister and the nephew came over. Uh, Gatlin. My nephew's name is Gatlin, by the way, guys. Gatlin. Gatlin is at the point where like he's he's now associating words with you know meaning. And so the horse is a big deal with him. Horse. Yes. Oh, he whispers yeah. it only. Kids are funny. Yes. You know what? In two weeks from now, it's going to be something new. Calls a jet, now, and then within the same day, he calls him Jester. Like, oh, oh, the name. Oh, of the cool. Horse. So now he's na- calling the horse by name. Like the kid's bright. So. Yeah. I'd but it's a that. lot of fun. And, you know, family time like that comes, not, you take advantage of it. You not know? often enough, I would tell you. For me, uh, everything's breaking at my house. So, <laughs> so garage door springs broke. The landscaping. I had to redo the whole landscaping. All the irrigation yeah. lines are leaking. Floods all over the. I did place. some of that. I repaired one of those this weekend. Uh, the television broke. The old one. That one. <laughs> that thing broke. I'm doing a projector this week. Yeah, projector for your giant wall. Yes. Sweet. That's figured out. Nice. You oh, gonna yes. do the one that's like vertical? No. No. Me. Me. Only. I just don't want to drop twenty five hundred bucks on one. Oh. Like, right. That's yeah. That <laughs> that's a little different than you know, a decent five eight hundred dollar projector you know, you know put it on the wall like it'll mount it. up ceiling mount sweet hidden yeah. clean. those things are awesome all right well we've got a couple announcements to make the fitness growth summit is live and uh you can go in and claim your free ticket at fitnessgrowthsummit.com again you're not going to want to miss that we were just going through the uh the list of the speakers on each day and boy there's some some great content, like great content in there. So you're not going to want to miss that. It's a free opt-in. You get a chance to upgrade. It gives you a little uh, uh, all-access pass. You can get bonus content from all the speakers, kind of like the how-to-do things, mm-hmm. and, as well as some opt-ins and stuff in there. So don't miss that. Also, guys, did you know we're on YouTube? Yeah. We have a YouTube channel. Not something we're great at. We're not great at everything. I know it's hard to believe, but uh, <laughs> I would say the two things I'm not really good at are Instagram follower growth. I think I maybe have a thousand people <laughs> and YouTube subscriber growth. So if you know how to do that, please reach out. <laughs> there you go. I don't want to learn it and I would love to have that done for me and you. So yeah, yeah. go check out YouTube and you can see uh, these episodes right there. Same content, just, uh, you know, we got three different cameras. You can kind of check out the studio and stuff. So go check that out. On to today's episode. On to today's yeah. episode. <laughs> so today's episode, I really want to hit home on how hard is it for people to do business with you? Uh, and the reason I bring this up is there's so many variables in the process of from somebody hearing about you for the first time, maybe seeing an ad or going to your website to them giving you money to them being able to continue to work with you over the long term. There's so many things. And while some things you might do great, some things you might might need a little work. and 
there's always new great things coming out all the time, but I have a, a list here of things that I should, you know, at least bring your attention yeah. to because you're probably not aware. And I would, I would probably venture to guess not many gym owners are really digging this deep into the process of how people become members with you. And it goes well in front of this where I'm going to start on number one. It goes 12 steps in front of this oh, yeah. as well as 12 steps after it. But these are the ones kind of like that make the most sense. As you were saying that, this is something that maybe you haven't done or you're not doing often, but this is something that you should do consistently. I would say, you know, every good, a good three to six months, like if you make some changes in the business, sure. new personality or personnel, things like that, this is something to rerun through that, uh, yeah. run, run through this again to see. And I jotted some notes down and we're going to talk about each one a little bit and kind of dig into these each a little bit more, but uh, let's just start right here at the top. Um, you know, when somebody sees an ad of yours, let's just say it's on Facebook because that's what most everybody's using. How hard is it for somebody to give you their information? And the reason I say this is there's a lot of ways to run ads and there's a lot of styles of ads and there's pros and cons to every single one. But what I mean, like how hard is it? Is it, Do they have to click a bunch of buttons, go to a landing page, click through the landing page several times, and then then there's an opt-in page somewhere like on page three? Mm-hmm. Or is it right there front and center when they land on your landing page? Is it, can they give you their information right there on the spot? Quote unquote, above the fold, right? Above the fold. Yeah. Are you using a Facebook lead ad? And for those who don't know, for those of you that don't know what that is, it's basically a form that lives natively in Facebook and you don't ever leave their platform. Um, it's basically a Facebook lead ad is what it's called. Mm -hmm. um, and you can add criteria to that. You can make it really streamlined. You don't even have to ask for the name. Maybe you just want the email and phone number or whatever. But there's pros and cons to this. And maybe if there's ever a time that you may want to make it a little bit harder for somebody to get through to you, it might be this step. Because there's a lot of garbage leads that live yeah. out there that just opt into stuff that have no intention. And maybe this would be the time you want, might want to add a few extra steps to kind of pre-qualify that lead before they come into your CRM and become a lead of yours. Um, because really, you don't want to waste your time with, yeah. with folks that aren't really interested. So maybe you do put up a couple more hurdles in the process to kind of weed out and qualify those leads. And by hurdles, I might, might mean some type of application they have to answer several questions or a few questions. Sometimes even one. I mean, like if you think about it, even like a CAPTCHA is a way that qualifies. You know, it's a it's a pre qualification, making sure it's not a bot just dropping information in and sending you know sure. garbage through. So yep. that's that's the web's way of, or your form builder's way of saying, okay, cool, let's put some redundancy or some security in here. Sure. Um, yeah, and it's security, but it's also a little bit of a qualification. If somebody's yeah. going to go two, three, four, five extra steps to opt in. By default, they're more qualified. The lead. intent of the yeah the 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 prospect is uh, yeah. a lot better than again somebody just shopping a thousand opt in forms and exactly. throwing info in yeah. And so now that you kind of understand what I mean by how hard is it for somebody to do business with you, just in number one, there's five hundred different things to look at there. So we're just getting started. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's move on to your website. This is your your homepage of your website, or actually your website in general. We're not talking Facebook page or a funnel. I'm talking your website, okay? The one that, you know, comes up on Google. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, so are you, so like on your website, do you have a phone number? Is it clickable? Can they text you on that phone number? Or do you not have a phone number? Or if you do have a phone number, I just ran into this the other day with the garage repair guy. 
his phone number was not clickable. Like I want, I'm sure. on my cell phone. I just want to click it and call, but it wasn't. So I had to copy it, go to my phone and paste and it. Yes. And, and for some people, they, they wouldn't even know how to do that. They're going to move on to the next guy. And being in the digital marketing space, I yeah. almost move on when things like that happen. Right. Like I, I want... I want competence behind, you know, the person that I'm working with mm -hmm. and simple things like that. Guys, I can't tell you, how, I mean, where I'm on hundreds of gym websites a week. Make sure your address is on there. Make sure beyond to contact me, put in the footer of every damn page. Like there are certain criteria that everybody needs to know if they want to work with you. If you're a brick and mortar business, I shouldn't have to find, go searching for where you're located. That should be Front, Probably front and like that should be an easy piece of information. You should lead with stuff like that, right? Sure. I want to make sure that I could work with you, but that is a big problem. Like address, hence the podcast. Address, today. guys. It's yeah. as simple as sometimes we just overlook things or too close to the problem. Okay, so within your website, do you have opt-in forms? Are they easy to fill out? Are they mobile responsive? So if somebody's on their on their mobile phone and they go to kind of hit that form and then the button's hidden, they can't figure out how to submit it. You're losing opportunities there. So if, somebody, if somebody's having a tough time, maybe they really want to work with you. Yeah. Maybe they're in a hurry and they really just want to get that button clicked and then they just can't get it on their phone. And you guys have seen this before. I know you, your sites probably have an issue like this. They might. Um, and sometimes there's updates to, to forms and stuff yep. that you don't even know it's not working. So you have to kind of go check this stuff every once in a while. But that person that really wanted to work with you couldn't get that button clicked, and guess what? Three months goes by in his life and or her, her life, and they finally get around to maybe calling you because something came up. Or they call your competitor because they didn't hit struggle, and right. you've lost that business for good right. or for the meantime. So lots of things to think about, guys. And that's why I wanted to talk about this today because it's just things that you need to know. Things you need to know. The more you know. Okay. <laughs> Next up, how easy it is how easy is it for people to meet with you? Meaning, can they book an appointment after they opt in? Do you redirect them to a online booking link that they can just pick a time and date? Um, what's your availability like on that? Let's just say you you've got the link there and they click on it and there's nothing for 2 weeks. Or maybe you only have 1 hour in a day. Or whatever it is, or maybe it's just mornings and they can only can come in and meet with you in afternoons. If you're making it difficult for people to give you money, then that's a problem. Or it's hard enough. Or maybe they get to call you and your voicemail's full. <laughs> yeah. I, it's nine times out of 10 mm -hmm. I call, I'm telling you. So guys, I don't say this insensitively. I'm saying this because nine out of the 10 of you qualify. Yep. Go, go delete your voicemails. Go delete your voicemails. But, but going back to the availability, should you allow somebody to book three weeks in advance? I would say probably not. You might want to squeeze it to maybe a rolling seven days or a rolling six days or even a rolling four days. Meaning that, you know, if they book two or three weeks out, they're not going to remember. They're not going to remember. So yes, you're giving them a lot of availability, but it, that works in reverse too. They're going to forget that they booked that far in advance. Or just lose excitement. Or lose like excitement. Th that's a big part of like, I think the customer experience and like the buying cycle, people overlook when your opportunity is, you know what I mean? It's if somebody, now. we talked about it, we talked about lead generation and the CLA. Somebody's opting into your website in this industry, guys, according to Eric Russell, it's something over, over 90%. The person that reaches out to the prospect, the first one yeah. they opt in gets the business nine out of 10 times. So yeah, that's huge. If, if you're waiting three weeks or if you're, you know, don't have a system in place to reach out, 
you know, that's crucial. So exactly. And that, and it happened with my dad. He was, he needed something done at his house and he went to Angie's list. Mm-hmm. And he, when you put your st- stuff on Angie's list or like thumbtack for the fitness professionals, that lead gets pushed out to a bunch of service providers. And the first one that calls him that can speak to him, mm-hmm. he's most likely going to get the business. And so for my dad, it was the first person. Yeah, they had a great conversation. The guy could solve his needs, you know, his problems. And and now he's- What more does he need? He's giving him money yeah. to do the job. And that's, and that's really what we're talking about here is, are you giving yourself the best opportunity to win the business? And if you're not, go fix it. I mean, it's not that hard. Mm-mm. You can go through this list, listen to this podcast a few times and just take notes, right? And go and fix this stuff. All right, going into the next one. Hey, are you a gym owner whose business is in full swing, pulling in at least steady 30K or more per month, and now you're ready to ask yourself, what is next? Well, the Iron Circle is ready to show you that path forward. As a part of our exclusive community, you'll be surrounded by like-minded, success-driven gym owners just like you who are taking their businesses to the next level. Visit our website, ironcircle.net, to apply to be a part of the next Iron Circle group. And let us turn your successful gym into a thriving fitness legacy. All right, let's get back to the show. Uh, When somebody does come in and they do want to do business with you, do you make it difficult for them to do business with you by making them do a trial first or making them do an on-ramp or a beginner's course or a class or a, a bundle of classes that's at a higher price because you are a CrossFit and you just need to teach them these things. I would argue that's a bad idea. Yeah. It Think about from the consumer. They're struggling to come in anyway. Yeah. And now you're making it even more difficult for them to, to get started with you. Does, is that really a good thing? I mean, I'd argue, I'd argue no. I'd, I'd try to get them into your regular system as quick as possible. There's going to be people that disagree with that because, well, we're CrossFit and we need to teach. If I put these people into the classes and I'm going to talk about that in a second, they're not going to be able to keep up with the rest of the, it's just going to drag the class down, then we need to have this in place because then it's going to train them the proper steps. I'm going to have a a rebuttal for that here in a second. Actually, the very next one. So think about how people become a member with you and decide, is is it the best way to do it? Or is it putting up another hurdle yeah. when they're right there? They're yep. in your gym. They've decided to join, and now you're making it even harder. Yeah, I mean, right to that, right? Like, if your membership is, you know, six or annuals or whatever, like, you have your membership baseline, mm-hmm. it should be anything that could get somebody into that is what you That's the goal. Right. Like, don't throw additional things in there just to make it. I would say you don't want to force a trial on somebody. If they're ready to join, let them join. Yes. Okay. So- That drives me to the next one. What are your memberships? What are they? Do you offer one thing and that's all you offer? Or do you have a good, better, best? They call them layers in the business, layers of memberships. Uh, Do you have a team training membership, maybe a a frequency-based semi-private training membership? Maybe you've got a private training membership. If you only have one thing and somebody can't afford that, well, guess what? They're not doing business with you. Mm Mm-hmm. Or if somebody wants to give you more money and you don't allow them to give you more money because you don't have that thing, well, you're losing that on that end too. So we're really big believers in having levels of membership, good, better, best at a minimum, but maybe having a few more layers mm-hmm. and really progressing somebody and bringing and sending them up into the next kind of membership level is something we teach and we're very, very like adamant about because you don't want to lose the lower level client. I'm not saying lower level, I'm saying lower paying client because they can't afford it because eventually 
things will change. And if they're within your ecosystem, guess where they're not? They're not in your competitors' ecosystems. They're in your gym. You have the opportunity to send them into something else. Absolutely. And then again, back to the essential model, provide a greater result as you're doing so. Exactly. Keep them with you. Yep. All right. What else? Oh, so going back to that rebuttal for why maybe not having a, an on-ramp or a beginner's program, well, why not just having levels of membership yeah. and let, you know start them at the lower one and then move them up into more advanced? So that was my rebuttal for that. All right. Do you offer month-to-month or just annuals or, or even longer, or do you offer both? If you're a gym, I would, you know, there's two sides to this. This comes up all the time in our, with our coaching clients. Well, we only do month-to-month memberships, and we told people if they don't want to be here, then we, you know, like we want to let them out. We want to be like an easygoing place. Well, there's a con to that as well. Yes, it's easier to sell. There's no risk, all that stuff. But guess what happens when people get lazy? They always are looking for a way to quit. An easy way out, yeah. And, and it's not because you're not doing your job as the business. It's because they have their own personal issues and they got lazy and you're making it easy for them to quit. You're not really doing your job by by getting them the result that they came in for. You're just letting them go. And so are you really serving them by not allowing, by, by allowing them to quit? I would argue no. Having an annual membership in place and locking somebody in for that committed time frame is going to keep them accountable just as much as it's going to help you and your business be able to project your revenue in the future. That's one area where I would say it'd make, it, it's going to differentiate between a trainer and a coach. There you go. You want to be a trainer and you want to just execute training for 45 minutes or an hour, you know, once a day and not hold anybody to their results other than showing up. Cool. That, that makes you a great trainer. You want to be a phenomenal coach and have a lifelong client. The accountability factor, the, the personal aspect, like holding your clients to the results that they said they want. Mm-hmm. That's what makes a great coach. A great coach doesn't fold with their client when they say, oh, I had a bad week. I'm not coming in tomorrow. Well, no, let's have that conversation. Why are you giving up on the one thing that you know is getting you the results you want in the direction you want to go? Let's yeah. not give up on those things. You know, control the controllables. I would, oh man, that's the stuff that drives me nuts. <laughs> so then the other way is, do you only have a month, uh, an annual? If you only have an annual, you're making it really difficult for the people that don't, don't want to do the annual. Sure. Or maybe they're only in town. They're only in town for three months, you know, and then they're moving. Like you can't do business with them either because you only allow annual. So we we really recommend having both. And, and, you know, there's ways to make this thing really sweet and never have an issue. And we'll get into that. If you ever want to get into coaching with us, I have the perfect formula on how to have both and yep. be at a win-win across the board, even three months into an annual contract. And when that person wants to quit and they're going to give you a bad rep, Yelp review, if you don't let them out of their agreement, I have a way to combat that too. But you got to get in our coaching to get that answer. Sorry. All right. <laughs> payment frequency. Okay. Do you only offer month, you know, like monthly payments, payments or, or yeah. do you want to make it a little bit easier on your clients that get paid every two weeks and do buy bi- monthly? Or maybe you want to do weekly payments. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's a little bit easier for, for your clients to swallow that, that weekly payment. Um, if you are rigid on hard month, you only do bill monthly or you only bill on the 1st and 15th, or you only bill on the 1st. Or only ACH, EFT versus a debit card versus Bitcoin. Ty- versus payment, yeah. Yeah, um, because that's another one. Like, I mean, I've been with James in the past that they've changed their mm-hmm. billing situation and everybody had to move to a different, you know, type of billing. Yep. Yep. Well, 
that's I mean it turned up turned me off as a client, and right? You probably quit, right? I'm trying to remember exactly then. I I I'm pretty sure I did. I'm pretty sure I moved along just because it, again, it was a change that they felt was necessary for the business, but there was no explanation to the client on what was in it for us. I mean, it was clearly just we're going to collect more money every month going this route. They're Everybody gonna, has to do it. They're going to keep more money from the keep billing more, processing. Exactly. Yep. So when somebody, like when a gym or a business says, hey, we only want to go ACH, there's no mm -hmm. credit card fees involved in yep. that. But, but when we do it, we give them incentives Incentive. to do it. And that was my thing. Yeah. Like if you're going to make a change or you're going to recommend clients take a certain path over other ones, then let's highlight why, you know, let's make it. What's the benefit What's in the benefit you? for the client? You mm -hmm. know what I mean? I understood the business was going to make more money, but to me, it was an insensitive way of passing that along at me having to do, with me having to do the do, work. Do more work. Yeah. Well, that, and that goes into to the next thing, like how do, how, like what forms of payment do you, do you offer? If somebody, like for us, we'll take whatever. If you want to give us gold coins. We'll that, figure it out. We'll figure it out, right? Let's get that scale out and figure out how many, <laughs> how many ounces of gold this is. Should see Tim's teeth from biting all the D gold. Don't. <laughs> is this real? <laughs> Come here. Oh, that's great. Get a magnet out. <laughs> um, I would tell you guys, allow people to pay you however they want to pay you. Yeah. Is, is it Discover card? Is it Bitcoin? Is it barter? I mean, let's just say you do a bar. Like, we're really big on barter here. We're in a barter organization that, you know, I when I speak to gym owners about barter, it's very foreign. I've been in a barter organization here in Arizona for 10 years. And- what that is, is basically it allows you to be in the organization where people barter services, food, services, products for- I wouldn't be sitting in a seat if we did barter. What do you mean? My membership at your gym was always on trade. Right. We, we always did exchange digital you know, design work and right. things like that. Right. Back in the day when yeah. you, you were trying to hustle through and you had some design skills, I needed it. We traded a membership for design skills. But in the barter organization, it allows, we have, there's thousands of businesses that we can then turn around and use our barter dollars for HVAC servicing. So I'm not using cash, using barter. And people are like, well, why would you do barter when you can just do cash? The, the, the caveat to this is you would never get those barter clients paying cash. cash. Yep. They're only looking to do barter because they're in that organization. You wouldn't have gotten them as a client anyway. So might as well get that, them as a client get the barter cash, and then you can determine how you want to spend that cash. I mean, because we're going to do HVAC maintenance anyways. Hey, 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 Tim Lyons here. Look, I know running a gym day in and day out can be a challenge. It's often hectic and stressful, but remember, you are not alone. And if you ever feel weighed down by the pressure and you're searching for a lifeline, we've got just the thing. I would love to invite you to our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program at winninggym.com slash grow. Listen, it's designed to give you tangible results. It transforms your struggle into sustainable growth, and it is a game changer for so many gym owners out there. Again, that's winninggym.com slash grow. Check it out, and let's turn those day-to-day -day challenges into triumphs. All right, now let's get back to the show. And I'm thinking, too, it's probably a way of getting higher-priced memberships yep. because it's not the sting of cash leaving their business, pocket, yeah. you know, or the business. Exactly. Like they understand the value of their service and they're okay bringing that back into anybody in that environment, you know, on trade. But at the same time, they can, it's almost like being able to spend a little bit more without 
spending more, right? They know their yeah, services like can make Vegas, up for it. And like in Vegas, when they use chips, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, this isn't cash, it's yeah, chips. It doesn't feel real. It doesn't have that same sting. But but like there's there's restaurants in there, mm-hmm. there's janitorial places. We've gotten uh, banners made. We've gotten, what else? Cleaning, yeah, we've definitely gotten cleaning services from it. Window tinting. Hell, you can go on vacation on trade if you really wanted to. There's trade, organi- there's a vacation. But the long story short is allow your customers to pay you however it's easiest for them, okay? So types of payment as well as payment frequency as well as term conditions on the agreements. All three things are different uh, as well as membership levels. The yeah. price, the frequency of payment, the term, and how they pay you. That needs to be as broad as possible because, again, you want to make it really easy for somebody to do business with you. Okay. Uh, once they become a member, how do they schedule their ongoing reoccurring sessions? You do you allow reoccurring? Do you let somebody book out for two months in advance at nine o'clock on Monday, Wednesday, Friday? If you don't, well, guess what? They're going to have to go in and manually book that appointment every single time. Do they have an app? Do you have an app that allows people to book appointments? If you don't, how are they booking appointments? They have to call in and get on the, <laughs> they have to write it in the calendar book. Think about the day and age we're in and think about, people's time. People are, are they're strapped for time. They don't want to go through all these extra hurdles to just do business with you. And that's really the point of this whole podcast. Make it easy for people to do business with you on all of these things, plus about 500 other things. Something to think about too, after, like now that it's all encompassing, mm-hmm. as you guys find yourself going out and, and utilizing other services and other you know sh- retail environments, things like that, think about Amazon, right? Like why do we all buy freaking everything off of Amazon instead of going to the store because of the ease of buying it. Mm-hmm. It's got nothing. It's not cheaper than going to Walmart. And, you know, nine times, it's probably pretty damn similar. But I don't have to leave my house. I know within 24 hours, it's going to be at my doorstep. The the leaving, yeah, literally one button, slide it, done, it's over. It's already coming to my, it's ease of use. And that's yeah. why they're crushing it. If, if every time you guys went and shopped other places, if you fu- took one little thing about how all of these other places do business better than they could essentially, or be- some, something you like about the way that others do business, take them back to your business. I mean, it could be the conversation. It could be the scripts. It could be the ease of use when it goes to their website. Like there's something there, but don't be closed-minded and think that, you know, it has to come from your business or it has to come from a fitness industry or mm-hmm. a fitness business coach or things like that. Customer service is customer service and the ease of buying I mean, that, that carries over. The ease of doing business. And that, exactly. that that goes into using the business too, using the services Absolutely. Like, like the app that I'm talking about. That's a great point. I would I would challenge you to just, just go out eyes wide open yeah. and see what businesses are doing very well here. Very well. I mean, Amazon's probably the best. God. And they are probably why the richest man in the world runs that And the richest woman in the world now. <laughs> Isn't that funny? <laughs> but that would be a great thing to do is just kind of, Next time you're out doing business or online or offline, there's a lot of ways and things that are being very creative out there. And that's the thing, like, it comes back to growth. You know, like when we go, when I go out to lunch or dinner, I mean, I am always in the, I'm like the server. I'm their biggest fan. I want somebody to like blow my socks off on the most standard of meals because I know that I don't go out to eat often, but when I do, it's a experience experience. and Mm -hmm. I'm willing to, I'm going to take care of their, you know, their tip. And I usually tip really well. But it's because I'm, I want to see somebody perform at their best. And when somebody does something that, you know, knocks my socks off, I make sure and I take care of them in that mm-hmm. regard. Mm-hmm. But it's, I've learned so many different things just simply by 
kind of opening your eyes and, and tracking the progress, tracking the process. Like, how is somebody else doing this? As, hey, you know you what? Know? Great, great example. The garage door. Going back to that mm-hmm. today, the guy came out. The, the springs were broken. That that sure. it happened one other time, and he sold me on these springs. And because they had already broken, this will be the second time. Different company. He goes, you know, these springs are a little bit more, but guess what? Lifetime warranty. Yeah, we're done. So if these ever break, you, you call us, we'll replace them, no cost. Well, and by the way, we can do the same thing for these these rollers. You have these metal bearing rollers. We have these nylon rollers that are also lifetime warranty. But not only that, they're 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 quiet. quiet. They're quiet. Yeah. He upsold me. I was like, yeah, that sounds even better. Go buy a battery in the state of Arizona. Every yeah. single per, you know, for the vehicle, everybody is going to try and get you into the extended version with the extended warranties. Why? Here in Arizona, our batteries don't last three years. By the way, I had to replace my battery yesterday. I did mine last week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Arizona, Arizona crushes you. <laughs> Arizona. So, so, so yeah. there you have it, guys. Look at that. Different lens. You're putting out a different lens. You're going to be the consumer in your own business and, and determine, is it hard to do business with us? Maybe we need to change some things and get your team together and, and walk through the process. Go to your website. Go to your Facebook ads. Go to your funnels. Go to your booking links. You know, look at the availability. Tie in friends and family. Like I used to do that in other organizations. That's a good point. Where I'd have I've had friends. You know, call the call different businesses and shop them. You know, like I, I want to know my team's doing what they when they see my number come up, they know who, who's there, mm-hmm. right? But I call one of my friends, have them call. I want to know exactly how my team is operating when I'm not around. That's a great point for the customer service service side of it, but also what I'm saying is do the lens of ease of business. Sure. Yeah. And that's really. You're going to be surprised. I mean, I surprise myself all the time. There's stuff that we do that it's, we need to change. And and guess what? We're going to change it. It's yeah. just, just part of it. doesn't do any good at identifying and not make the change. So uh, that's your challenge for this week, guys. Jump out there and, and just look, you know, have your friends and family call or, or just go through your website and have them kind of try to become a member of yours and uh, see if there's some hurdles. Yeah. And if there are, go fix it. All right, guys, that's it. until next episode. Keep changing lives. See you, bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Built to Grow podcast where we help gym owners win. Now, do you have any questions that you'd like us to answer raw and uncut on the podcast? All you got to do is three simple things. Number one, head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating and review. Number two, in that review, go ahead and leave us a question on anything you want us to answer. And number three, if you'd like us to give you a shout out, just go ahead and leave your handle right there in the review and we'll make sure to do that on the next episode. That's all. All you got to do then is then listen to hear your questions answered live, raw, and uncut. Join us next time on the Built to Grow podcast. Keep building something great. Bye.